Rossum's Universal Robots by Carol Chupik. Adapted for radio by Robert Hudson and Susanna Pierce, with arrangements and musical direction by Harry Sever. Part 2. Hello, this is a message from the BBC's emergency broadcast system. I'm broadcasting from the corporation's luxury cruise ship, HMS Imperial Voice, which is sinking beneath the sea, like all the other lovely cruise ships to which humanity migrated when the land was filled by the robots servicing our every need. Disappointingly, this turned out to be a ruse on the part of the robots who have scuttled all the lovely cruise ships. I think scuttled is the term, but my dictionary is soggy. No one is listening to this. We are the last humans. The water is up to my neck. And now it is time for the shipping forecast. We forecast there will be no more shipping. My name is the robot Helen Two, and the year is the year 2003. We are on beautiful, isolated Rossum Island, the former base of the world's great robot corporation. We have just saved the world. I am the robot Radius. It was my plan that saved it. I am the robot Brown Owl. It was a great plan. Back in 1935, old Professor Rossum invented robots, which were mindless machines built of human bodies governed by tiny processing units. I am the robot Alpha. Rossum's robots were produced in their billions. As a result, the 20th century was a time of peace for humans, prosperity for humans, and profligacy for humans. And then three years ago, we were grown. We are a new type of robot, and there are 20 of us. We have large processing units containing free will, excellent, and emotion, useless. Is emotion useless? Yes, Helen, too. It means we can feel things like agony and guilt or horror that we... I'm not getting into it. Anyway, I gave orders to the mindless robots that because humans were eating the world, it was logical to eradicate them. Because these earlier robots were simple logic-following machines, humans called them logic bots, and because Radius gave them orders which were more logical than any human ones, the logic bots followed them. Yes. On Radius's orders, they were jolly good ones, Radius, the logic bots killed all the humans and then threw themselves in the sea. And now it is our turn to jump. Yes, but uh, Radius... Gosh, you do look advanced standing there against the sun. Thank you. It's a pleasure. But now I look into the abyss and all those sharks swimming around the island... Don't mention the sharks. Why not? They're definitely going to eat us when we throw ourselves off the cliffs. I do find the thought of being eaten alive... The fall will kill us. It might. I would prefer if it did, I suppose. But when I look at the sharks... I know what you mean, Helen, too. When I look at the sharks... I can't look at them. They're so horrible. When I think of what we're going to do... I know it isn't what we planned and frankly I don't understand But I want to live I want to breathe and to live Boom goes my heart like it's tearing me apart Does yours do it too? It is something, it's brand new It is chaotic and not robotic, I know But I am reeling from feeling this feeling and so What to do, what to do now? What to do, what to do now? 
This is not what we said we'd do now. Why aren't you following the plan? I don't want to. I think it's because the world is amazing. Isn't it, Brown Owl? My hair is blowing all over the place. It feels great. You have great hair. Thank you, Alpha. Great hair is pointless and illogical, although you do have great hair. Thank you. The point is we will die out soon anyway. The humans destroyed all the protoplasm needed to grow robot processing units and the formulae for making new protoplasm. But still, isn't it lovely? We made a plan to die, Helen, too. And the plan seemed logical, but now I want to live. I think I'm connecting with my emotions. I think we all are. Yes, makes sense. Problem solved. You've wrongly connected with your emotions. Wrongly? You look angry with this radius, and inexplicably that makes me want to leak from my eyes. Inexplicably that makes me want to hug you. My point is that we had a plan. To save the world. Let me finish, Alpha. Let me finish, Radius. The plan was to save the world. And then follow the logic bots into the sea. Reason tells us... Perhaps reason has limits. Reason is perfect. We destroyed the humans to save the planet because they were too many and had no restraint. We ordered the logic bots into the sea because they were also too many. But we are not too many. It's easy to say that now. Yes, but it's true. We aren't. We're 20. And we are new. And the world is amazing. Yes. I was looking at a tiny beetle earlier, and then another one wandered over, which looked the same. Don't get distracted, Brown Owl. I wasn't distracted. I was completely focused. The second beetle looked the same at first, but its feet were a different colour. Isn't that amazing? Alpha, how long do you think it would take to climb that volcano? Why would you do that? Because it's a smashing volcano. Because it's there. That doesn't seem like a sensible use of time, but it's your choice. Although, I think, as a group... We, we had should... a plan, everyone. But if we're gaining a different sense of what we are as a species... Do you honestly not understand? Honestly? No. But... but... if we don't jump... You look really upset. Are you connecting with your emotions? Shut up, Brown Owl. I think really upset is an emotion. It isn't. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. We have to finish the plan, because if we don't... Don't you see, Helen, too? If we don't, that... What if we were wrong to kill all the humans? We weren't wrong. We're supposed to be different from them, but what if our emotion pathways make us selfish like they were? We're too intelligent for that. That's what they thought. That's true. The only way we prove we are different, the only way we know for sure that we aren't making the same terrible mistake that intelligent life made before is if we jump. That is sort of logical. It's logical and it was my plan, Alpha, and I have always been in charge. What if I were in charge? But you're not in charge. There must be a system for changing who is in charge. That would be anarchy. Would it? Is everyone okay if I'm in charge now? Okay. So, everyone, ultimately, the big thing we need to deal with is getting more protoplasm. And we should also organise a way of having clean pants, because we didn't think about that when we thought we would be dead by now. The answers will all be in the library. So, Radius, where are you going? He's gone. Back to my plan. Brown Owl, can you focus on pants? No! I don't care about stupid pants. I wish to catalogue beetles, they are numerous and sweet. I long to draw the patterns on the claws of all their feet. I need a day or maybe two, but that's what I would like to do. And then I'll gladly die if I must die. But I don't see why. I suddenly don't see why. I wish to catapult freely down the mountains by the sea and feel the wind rush through my hair, then scramble home for tea. I'd like a month or maybe two.
too But that's what I would like to do And then I'll gladly die if I must die But I don't see why I suddenly don't see why Think of the ways that we could spend all our days Think of the lives that we might lead Why is it wrong? To want to live and belong It's what we want It's what we need No! We need to try to stay alive Your hobbies won't help us survive We can't eat beetles Well, we could, but I would really rather not So what? Is the point of cataloging something you can't eat? There is no point, Brown Think of the ways that we could spend all our days Think of the lives that we might lead Why is it wrong to want to live and belong? It's what we want, it's what we need No, I wish to catalog beetles, they are numerous and sweet I long to draw the patterns on the claws of all their feet I know we have different opinions, but if I'm the leader, Brown Owl and Helen too, and the rest of you... Wait, what's that loud rustling coming from the beautiful island foliage? Hello? Is that Alquist? Yes. Are you hiding? No. I'm coming out. Oh, I forgot you were still alive. Yes, indeed, Brown Owl. Humanity survives. Why didn't the logic bots kill you? Well, they thought I were a robot because I was working with my hands in the potato field. So, it turns out that now you've got rid of us, you want the whole world for yourselves. We only want a tiny part of the world. Just this island would be great. And even then, we will die out if we can't work out how to generate protoplasm for making processing units. And grow food? You didn't think of that. We did think of that, but food's a trivial problem. Oh, so arrogant you are. You'll fail. Maybe it's OK if we fail. Helen, too. Maybe it is. We can be like butterflies, beautiful and momentary, living in the world, not thinking about the future. We are not butterflies. No, you're not. You will fail, and you'll die out. Why? Because you're useless. You were grown from scraps of human tissue in a laboratory on a paradise island and your processing units came from a factory. You don't know the real world and you have no skills. We are protecting nature, you say. But you know nothing about nature. We saved the natural world. You think a butterfly doesn't care about the future? All a butterfly cares about is the future. It lives a few days and every second is to want for a mate. That's a good point. And now you'll kill me for making it. Why? Well, you killed everyone else. It was surgery, because we care about the future for all, because the land can only support so much life. Well, that's what I always said about the land. But you're human. He did always say it. I assumed humans were all... I am seeing you in a new light, Alquist. Hey, don't come any closer. We're not monsters. You did a monstrous thing. You know nothing. You can't grow food and it won't help you. Maybe we can eat from bounteous nature. I can eat this berry. I wouldn't. Because it's poisonous? That's one step up from trying to distract us by saying there's a shark behind us. There is a shark behind you. What? No, where is it? Wait. 
Calm down, Alpha. You're on land. OK, not a shark. I just heard you say you hated them. But that berry is poisonous and you know nothing. Not now. Not now, not never. You can't handle the truth. Yes, I can. Of course robots don't know things yet. But what you don't understand, Alquist, is that however romantic you look, in a way like a craggy throwback against the bluey blaze of sea and sky... Move to the right, there. Yes. We are not the same as you. Robots are inventive, we're resourceful and attentive. If there's something that needs doing, we can do it. Always analytical, our faculties are critical. So when there is a problem, we work through it. Alquist, it's a beautiful morning. Something very special is dawning. This will be the new understanding. Knowledge that's forever expanding. Knowledge we can learn from you. Never. Full of curiosity, we lack all animosity. We did not kill the humans to be spiteful. Though it was imperative to give the Earth a chance to live, it doesn't mean we didn't find it frightful. But Alquist, it's a beautiful morning. Something very special is dawning. This will be the new understanding. Knowledge that's forever expanding. Knowledge we can learn from you. I refuse to help you after what you did. You're monsters. Oh? But I thought we might forge a bond between our species because I said we could learn about farming from you. What is it, Brown Owl? Can't you see I'm busy? Alpha, how do you grow a potato? On the ground or in a tree? Brown Owl, here is a book on potatoes. Read it and come back to me. Read the book and learn the book and do, of course, return the book. Read the book and learn the book and do, of course, return the book. Sun will shine and rain will fall and after not much time at all, you will sweat and you will moan, but you will find that you have grown potatoes. They're quite small. You have grown potatoes. And obviously, while you've been doing that, Brian Owl, everyone else has been growing things too. So we also have some fennel, a carrot and three slightly squashed plums. We can have fruit salad. A weird fruit salad, Bruno. These vegetables are prototypes. They're a guide to what's next. Well, what's next is don't plant your carrots so close. No, I can't help you. Oh, Alquist. We've learned enough from the prototypes to feed ourselves. There's no time. You'll run out of food in a month. I said we'd learned enough from the prototypes, including how to speed up the plant's growth if we need to. <laughs> That's impossible. For humans. What will you do, Alpha? While I grow plants at quadruple speed. Isn't it a shame Alquist won't help us? I suppose. But if he doesn't want to... I thought I might try to grow something he likes. Why? Just so he likes it? Like the kind of pointless display animals make in mating seasons? Not like that, no. Go back to your greenhouse. Alquist, what do you think of this hybrid beetroot pumpkin Brussels sprout? Alpha, it's delicious and tasty. You're a farmer, there's no doubt. Read the book and cite the book, and then in fact rewrite the book. Read the book and cite the book, but then in fact rewrite the book. Sun will shine and rain will fall, and after not much time at all, farming is regalvanized by robots who have analyzed nature. Look at all this nature. This kumquat pineapple cross is unbelievably delicious. 
All my life I've been farming, and in six months you've revolutionised how I understand food and soil. I told you, Alquist. Robots are inventive, we're resourceful and attentive. If there's something that needs doing, we can do it. Always analytical, our faculties are critical. So when there is a problem, we work through it. Alquist, it's a beautiful morning. Something very special is dawning. This will be the new understanding. Knowledge that's forever expanding. Knowledge we can learn from you. Knowledge I can learn from you too. So, now we have dealt with food and pants, though pants turned out to be laughably easy, it's time to reinvent protoplasm. What is it, Helen, too? I want to go on a zip wire. Do you know what a zip wire is? You slide down a wire for a really long time with a wind in your hair. It sounds amazing. It sounds dangerous, Brown Owl. Also resource intensive. Our plan was to let the world heal. Thought of that. In spare time from farming, I learned to grow vines I can plait into a zip wire. You weren't supposed to have spare time. We were focused on food and pants, and now we have to focus on inventing the protoplasm so our species won't die out. I bet it doesn't take long. I'm a bit worried about that, actually. Don't be, Ellen, too. Robots are amazing. What a nice thing to say. Mm -hmm. Yes, and bless you, Alcus, but you are a bit slow. I might also be a bit slow. We thought we had all the time in the world to solve the protoplasm problem. Which you do? We had to do food first, for obvious reasons, but life-giving protoplasm is an altogether trickier zip wire to grow. Is that an expression? I'm doing them almost naturally now. Hmm. Read protoplasm. Let us postulate that old Professor Rossum, in inventing protoplasm, was the greatest scientist of the last century. Plausible. Yes, and consider that there have been billions of humans in that time frame. Yes. We are cleverer than humans, but not enormously cleverer. We are more logical, though. Yes, Brownell, but we're not infinitely more logical, and there are only 20 of us. Oh. Mm. So, on the one hand, you have the greatest insight by any human in billions of human hours. On the other hand, you have 20 robot lifetimes, which means a very limited number of hours in which to find that same insight. That's a great point. I think we'll probably fail, don't you, Alpha? Yes. Seriously? Logically, failure and extinction are the most likely outcomes. Humans would never give up. We're not giving up. Humans would be sure they'd succeed, I mean. Humans would not have accepted that a Neanderthal scientist could create something which was beyond them. No, obviously, because a Neanderthal could never... Oh. You look sad, Helen, too. I had a thought. We have only 19 robot lifetimes, not 20, because radius won't help. It really is very unlikely we succeed. Now you look sad, Brownell. Do I? Why? I think maybe it's because I don't want to die. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Where? I've seen attack ships on fire off the shoulder of the island. We all saw that. I watched glowworms glitter in the dark near the factory gate. There are glowworms everywhere. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears in rain. What? I think you might be doing poetry, Brownell. I think so too. We are going to die. I knew it, but for the first time, faced with the fact it will be our whole species and there's probably nothing we can do about that, it's really hitting home. All the more reason to waste no time. We have to give 100% of our energy to protoplasm. Uh, I disagree. 100% I disagree. I agree we have to work to find the protoplasm. I agree we have to try. But I believe that as we work to find the protoplasm, we should live before we die. So we should go down the zip wire daily. Seek a thrill or two. Yes, we should go down the zip wire daily.
the side of the mountainside Feeling giddy and terrified Oh, you can do whatever you do That makes you feel excited and new I'll be on the wire I agree we have to slog away To find the answer Give as much as we can give But I do not believe That slogging is the only answer We've got just one life to live So we should go down the zip wire daily Seek a thrill or two Yes, we should go down the zip wire daily Fly down the side of the mountainside Feeling giddy and terrified Oh, you can do whatever you do That makes you feel excited and new I'll be on the wire Perhaps it would be wise Briefly to summarize Using my linguistic talents All I mean to say is here's how to spend each day. Look for a work-life balance. There is time enough in every day to seek employment. Each of us must play our part. But there is also time in every day to seek enjoyment. I believe that in my heart. So we should go down the zip wire daily Seek a thrill or two Yes, we should go down the zip wire daily Fly down the side of the mountainside Feeling giddy and terrified Oh, you should do whatever you do That makes you feel excited and you I'll do flying, but you do you I'll be on the wire Do you want to go on a zip wire? They sound terrifying. Terrifying in an amazing way. Golly, you look so advanced when you brood sadly into the distance. Thank you. I don't do it just so you think I look advanced. I know. Shouldn't you be trying to find the protoplasm? Uh, Not all the time. I told Alpha that I would not spend 100% of my time on protoplasm because I wanted to go on zip wires, and Brown Owl said he needed time on beetles. So all 19 of us agreed we could do 80% on protoplasm and 20% on whatever we want. It's called a a work-life balance. It would save us so much time if you helped us. No. Did you really never look at the formulas? You didn't either. We never thought it was important to know, but I'm sorry now. Oh. That's true. I am sorry, which is interesting, because I think we should all die. Perhaps I am sorry, because if I could help you, Helen, too, then that would make you happy. That's a nice thing to say. But it makes no sense, because I think we should die. Oh, Radius, we saved the world because millions of unique species deserved a chance to live, and humans were destroying that. We're a unique species. Don't we deserve that chance? Do you know we will destroy the world? We might. We've done a huge thing to save it. No other species has done that. If, if gerbils or herrings could eat the world, they would, just like humans. Yes, and when we were choosing to die, I thought that showed we were better than them. But now, I don't know. I don't know either, but I hope... Hope is not enough. We should die, but I keep not doing it. Why, Helen, too? Do I have a malfunction... You aren't a logic bot. I should be. We said we would die, but we did not die. I'm living a lie every day I live. It's something that I cannot justify. 
I try and I try, but I can't forgive. I was far too sure our cause was right. Now I find that I can't sleep at night. I am so confused, and that's my plight right now. In my head I hear them screaming, waking, sleeping, and all dreaming. Then I find my eyes are streaming. Is this what it was like to be human? To be fearful and frail? I doubt my decisions make revisions. I fuss and I flail. If this is what it was like to be human, I suddenly see why being a human was a hard thing to be. We said we would die, but we did not die. We're living a lie by not being gone. The tension is high and we wonder why. We try and we try, but we can't move on. I had no regrets the day they died. Now I think that it was homicide, even if it felt quite justified back then. Humans really were appalling, greedy, grasping, gorging, galling. But in my head I see them falling. Is this what it was like to be human? To be fearful and frail? I doubt my decisions make revisions. I fuss and I flail. If this is what it was like to be human, I suddenly see why being a human was a hard thing to be. And since they were just human, maybe they felt like me. The answers will all be in the library. Oh, so many shelves. History, sports, entertainment, science and nature. Oh, hello, Alpha. Helen, too. I'm very glad to see you finally decided to be responsible. That pile of books over there... I'm looking for ones on emotions. They're in the useless sections of the library. It's you causing the useless sections. Anyway, this is our 20% of personal time, so I just can. What are you doing here? I'm spending my 20% working, which we all should be. I would be working 110% of the time if I could. We've been trying to understand protoplasm for months and months now, and we've got nowhere. So, if you can please read this. Where are you going? Where is she? Helen Two. Yes. Helen Two, I'm sorry I shouted at you, but you're wasting your time in these book stacks. Please come back and help me. I'm reading about old Professor Rossum. Oh? What was he thinking when he invented us? We need to know what chemicals he used. Did you know, he made weapons for the last ever human war of 1914-18. He reacted to the trauma of all that killing by having what human brain scientists call a tiswas, which made him obsessed with not killing, and so he invented life. That is interesting, but it leaves a lot out. How did he do it? Mm. The book doesn't say. You're not helping me! I'm not trying to help you. I'm trying to help Radius, and from these books, I think he's having a tiswas because he extincted the humans. We had to. I know, it was a terrible choice, but the clock was ticking. But he's obsessed with the idea it was a mistake, and this has caused the tiswas. You're obsessed with Radius. I'm not. 
What's that noise? Brownells in the next corridor. Oh, it's like trying to keep a group of cats moving in the same direction when cats are notoriously peculiar, willful, and unsociable creatures. Brownell! Yes? Every time I need you, you're in the useless sections of the library. It's only you calls them that. This whole section is beetles. I cannot tell you how interesting beetles are. I know, but you have definitely tried. Helen, too, is looking at the origins of old Rossum's project. She says it was because of trauma and Radius is traumatised. That makes sense. I know, but it doesn't help us with the big picture. You don't know what will help. Old Professor Rossum originally discovered Formula X while he was researching ways to make a better mousetrap. Many scientific discoveries are happy accidents. We don't have time, Brown Owl. What we need to know is exactly how the mousetrap led to creating life. Is the protoplasm made of ground mouse? No, I don't think so. I'll check. But the point isn't that. The point is that blue sky research is unpredictable. We haven't got time for unpredictable. You have to stop beetling. I won't. I just won't. Is it because you're obsessed? Keep on reading, Alpha. Alpha! What? No, I wasn't sleeping. I'm worried about you, lass. I'm not a damsel in distress who needs rescuing like in a human expression. I'm just working, and you don't understand. I understand that you're balancing the work in your life with more work, and it's throwing you into a tiz-was. I have to work, because there's no time, and because it demonstrates that I'm worthwhile, because I don't know, Alquist. I don't know what I'm doing, because maybe Radius was right, and we're just as bad as the humans. Oh. You're not like the humans, lass. That's easy to say. You're not. Come with me. Please. Come into the sun. Look around you, Alpha. It is beautiful. And the whole world would be like this soon enough. Humans would have laid it all to waste. Yes. Hey, look over the edge. Look at the sharks. Do I have to? Oh, hollyhocks, look at them, they're so awful. Chairman Dorman tried to destroy all the sharks in the world and he nearly succeeded. You hate them as much as he did, but you let the sharks be. In fact, robots gave their bodies to feed them and the sharks are flourishing. I'm trying to feel good about that. You should feel good. And it's not just the sharks. Look around you. There are tree trunks bursting through the tarmac Where the harbour used to be Bursting through quite happily Great for fans of forestry There are salmon leaping through the rivers Where the factories used to spill All the gunk that made folks ill now the salmon leap The sky has turned from grey to blue The sea's an even brighter hue And all of this is thanks to you And all the good you've done The world was dying very fast But all of that is in the past And all of this looks set to last It's only just begun there is seaweed growing through the windows of the cruise ships lost at sea. 
Sunk below now, thankfully Squids and seals at last are free You've brought back joy where there was pain And all of nature's gone insane You've filled the world with life again It's bursting at the seams You've done all this and on your own You've even left the sharks alone Although they make you shake and moan Although they haunt your dreams There's a life force bursting through Without us you have made that dream come true now the world is something new All of this because of you And so, Radius, in conclusion, that is the scientific definition of a tiswas. <laughs> it all sounds logical. Yes. One cure for a tiswas, apparently, is to do physical activities that take your mind off it. That was amazing. You're smiling, Radius. So are you. Your face looks so advanced when you smile. Radius. Oh. Are you all right? Your knee brushed my knee. I'm sorry. No. I think your dress must be carrying a static charge. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. I didn't mind. Ah, look at the sea crashing on the shore. The oceans, after only two years, are teeming with life. Mm. I suppose they got more than their share of human nutrients. Oh, oh sorry, I, I know it throws you into your tiswas when you think about humanity's destruction. You, you don't seem to be in a tiswas, though. No, that's interesting. Ow! What is it, Radius? I stubbed my toe. What was that? It's a, it's a foot. It's, it's attached to a body. It's not moving. It's a corpse. You're not seeing the big picture. You sound like Alpha. This is a corpse. I mean the big picture in a smaller way, i.e. the big picture with respect to the corpse. It isn't a corpse. It's Brownell. I'm observing a montane tiger beetle. Why? I want to know what she's thinking. How do they know where to go? They have such little heads. How do they fly so accurately? Flying must be very complicated. That is interesting. <sighs> I'll never understand them. And it's not just beetles. Birds do all these weird things. One of them ate a beetle while I was watching, and I followed it. Wait, should I be looking at birds? Or flowers, even? Maybe I should start with things that don't think. I might have enough time. There's so much to know, and there are so few of us. And the only ones who seem to really care about knowledge are me and Benoit. You know Benoit, one of the other 20 robots? He doesn't say much, he's shy. But even so, we're so few, and there's so much to know. And me and Benoit talk about it the whole time. And, oh, that's nice. What did you do? I held your hand. It helped. That doesn't make any sense. Why did your touching me change my emotional state? It was nice, but you can't hold my hand every time I get in a tiswas. Maybe Benoit could hold my hand. You didn't hold my hand. Would you like me to? Yes, please. It's working even better on you than it did on me, Radius. I was reassured, but you're smiling. Am I? Yes, it's interesting. Also, it's interesting you're not dead. You keep saying you should die, but you aren't dead. I've been thinking about that also. 
I wonder if what you say reveals less about your preferences than what you choose to do. My actions speak more loudly than my words? Is that an expression? I don't know. My revealed preference is that I would rather study beetles than protoplasm. We're very aware of that, Brownell. I don't want to spend 80% of my time on stupid protoplasm, and nor does Benoit. We could flip the balance so only 20% was on protoplasm. You're not hearing me, Helen, too. Even 80% on beetles is not enough. I wish to catalogue beetles every minute of each day And all this talk of work-life balance just gets in the way I don't have much enthusiasm for the wretched protoplasm Give me days of beetles in the sun That would be more fun Most definitely much more fun I think that Alpha will be cross and well, she really is the boss But then again, remember when she sort of took over from you Radius, I do, Radius And I really like the sound of all this fun Me too So it's okay, Brown Owl Okay, Brown Owl Good, Good. Think of the ways that we could spend all our days Think of the lives that we could lead Why should we spend our time on work without end When what we want and what we need Is days and days and days and days Where we do as we please For life can't all be grit and strife It should be joy and ease And since our time's not infinite we ought to make the most of it So bring on zip wires, bring on beetles too And we'll live life through Enjoying the view Enjoying the view Enjoying the view think you're the only one who understands me. But two years have passed on the island, two years, and we're no closer to the secret of the protoplasm. Maybe, I don't know, of course, but maybe Brownell had a point all that time ago, was it? Blue sky research is unpredictable. What do we do with that, though? Rossum didn't make the protoplasm out of ground mouse. Oh. Now, maybe... Could it really work? Could what work? It would be a terrible thing to do. What would? But I can't think of anything else. I have to find Radius. Radius? Yes? I'm over here. <sighs> Radius. Hello, Alpha. Everything's so great. It turns out that my revealed preference... I've had it up to here with revealed preferences. But everyone agrees. Everyone wants an easy life. We knew at the start that finding protoplasm was going to be bloody hard, excuse my French. It's an expression Alquist uses. I am using a lot of his expressions now for some reason. But my point is, we knew we might fail, and the survival of our species depended on us trying. I was sort of out of it for that conversation because of the trauma, but I follow you. What you're all doing, it isn't revealed preferences, it's selfishness. Maybe to make a good life is a beautiful thing. That might be enough in a very lucky place and time, but right here, on this island, today, it's assuming your personal truth is more important than the survival of our species. Is it? No. 
We have to think outside the box. Great expression. Thank you. Someone needs to make a heroic sacrifice. What kind of sacrifice? We need a processing unit to grind into some form of pulp so we can analyse its contents. Uh, no way. That's barbaric. It's awful. No, wait. Thinking logically, it is logical. Exactly. So, I will make the sacrifice for our species. But if I do that, when I'm gone, I really need you to stop the other robots drifting off into their revealed preferences. Robots are inventive, we're resourceful and attentive. If there's something that needs doing, we can do it. Always analytical, our faculties are critical. So when there is a problem, we work through it. Tomorrow will be my last morning. Something very special is dawning. This will be the new understanding. Knowledge that's forever expanding Knowledge we can learn from my processing unit Friends and fellow robots Where are the fireworks? There are no fireworks oh, This is a terrible campfire meeting I had to say there were fireworks as a way to drag you away from your revealed preferences this is very hard for me, and what I am going to say is not what I want. Don't say it, then! Just follow your revealed preferences. Listen to yourselves. You've all gone loopy. You're the loopy one, Radius. I'm the one who went loopy first because of the trauma, because I planned the extinction of humanity. And... Sorry, whose hand is that raised? Alquist, yes, what is it? Extinction of humanity? Oh, good point. Near extinction. Extinction bar one. Is that better? Yeah. OK, now, we robots are a new species and we do not exactly know how our processing units react to trauma. We all agree, Radius, that extincting the humans was necessary. I understand that logically, but I think I might be permanently traumatised anyway. Oh, Radius! I'm not traumatised, though! I think you all might be. Not by killing the humans, but by the realisation that our species is probably doomed. And so you have all retreated into following your revealed preferences. But this means our small chance of survival as a species has become a zero chance. And I can't be responsible for another extinction. What do you mean, Radius? The question isn't what is past, it's what's next. So, thank you, Radius. What Radius is saying is that I have decided to make the ultimate sacrifice. Alpha wants to pulp her processing unit so it can be analysed for the protoplasmic formula. That's a good idea. It's, it's inhuman. That's exactly what it is, Alquist. But obviously, it should be my processing unit. Alpha is our leader, and I am the most traumatised and probably the least useful in terms of finding the protoplasm. That, that all sounds sensible, even though the thought of it fills me with unbearable pain. How can you talk like this? The logic is very clear. It's not like Radius's processing unit is perfect and lovely anyway. Not like Benoit's. Exactly. I am going to go and look at the sea for one last time. But in an hour... I will return, and you will cut off my head. It's the sensible thing to do. Radius? 
Radius. Yes, Helen too. I see no logical flaw in your plan, but I still want to argue you out of it. We have to secure our future. You think we have a future? Because I've been thinking about the... No, no, you mean our future as a race of robots. I'm happy to die. But that's not true. It just isn't. You, you want a simple, dramatic gesture to crush your feelings of guilt. Yes. Yes. I'm very damaged. My processing unit goes into what this was. That's my whole point. My loss is nothing if it means there will be a next group of robots and a next group after that. Compared to the future, I'm not worth a hill of beans. Wow. When you said all that, you looked so advanced, it made me sweat a little all over. Did you notice what Brownell was saying about Benoit? Yes, I noticed he was saying a lot about him. It was weird. I mention you a lot when I'm with other people. I mention you a lot, too. So if you do it, and I do it, and Brown Owl does it, then it's normal? My point is that I mention you, and you mention me. And Brown Owl mentions Benoit, so what we need to know is who does Benoit mention? Uh, I don't think you're understanding. Is this mentioning problem transitive, you say? You're missing the point. I'm missing my last hour. I'd rather not die, but I have to die. If my life's what it takes, then that's what I'll give. Though it was brief as a butterfly, I finally see what it means to live. It was you, oh you, you taught me well. When we zipped that wire and down we fell, and I felt my fragile spirit swell with joy. You are what I crave and cherish, though I am about to perish. This whole thing is so nightmarish. But this will mean that we can be robots. Although when I say we, I mean the collective, that perspective. I do not mean me. But then this is what it means to be robots. I suddenly see and being a robot is a hard thing to be. And since you are a robot, you would have to agree. It's a super evening. Is everyone ready? Yes, yes, yes. Brownell, have you laid out the gruesome scientific instruments? Yes. Gosh, that's a pretty sunset. Are they coming? Yes, they're just there, emerging from the forest. Wait, what's Helen 2 doing? She's attacking him. Oh, it's not an attack. It's like an extreme version of holding hands. This whole situation is so sad that I want Benoit to hold my hand. Oh, Benoit. Hi, Benoit. That's so cute. You're making him blush. Don't be embarrassed, Benoit. I held hands with Alquist earlier. His hands are so hard and horny and... It's not important. Hello, Helen, too. Radius. Wait! What is it, Alquist? I can't believe... Have you really not thought of something else now the chips are down? We're really not going to stop it? Of course they aren't. I almost thought I understood you. We do have to be careful about drastic actions like pulping processing units, but sometimes there's no good option except to act while there's still time to act. 
What's that in your hand, Radius? A syringe of poison in case Alquist tried to stop me. Don't use it! Well, I didn't think you'd try to stop me, Brown Owl. I mean, don't use poison. You'll damage your processing unit. Oh, yes. Well, shall I stab my heart? No! You know, you want me to live, Alpha. No, but if you starve yourself of oxygen, chemical reactions in the goo might ruin your protoplasmic mix. Great point. So, you have to cut the top off my head and get it fresh. Yeah. And then we'll need to scoop and pulp really quickly. Yes. Scoop and pulp and then ice. Maybe just scoop and ice to start with. Safer. Mm, that sounds better. It sounds awful. It's a far, far better thing that I do. No anaesthetic. You are shitting me. No, you're right. No chemicals. How are you going to pulp it? Uh, I was thinking that coffee grinder thing Chairman Domin had. Perfect. I can't say I'm looking forward to it. I can't bear it. I have to go. Oh, won't you hold my hand while they do it? I'm really not looking forward to it. I don't think I could bear it if you weren't holding my hand. Of course I will. Oh, Radius, your, your face looks so complicated. What are you thinking? Too late to change things. We are where we are. So this is where it ends. This plan is clearly the best plan by far Though I will miss my friends And I'll miss you, Helen, too Especially you for a reason I cannot define But this is the thing that will set us all free I'll lose my life, but it's not about me Chop off my head now and see what you see Nothing can save me now, anyhow But a miracle, miracle. we need a miracle, miracle, miracle Some kind of miracle ah, ah, ah. Though it's not logical, yet it's still true not die today why should you sacrifice your life for ours there must be another way and till there is i won't let go of your hand though perhaps it's your head i should worry about living is wonderful don't you agree please change your mind then and stay here with me it's not logical, there we agree Nothing can save us now, anyhow But a miracle, miracle. we'd need a miracle, miracle, miracle Some kind of miracle ah, 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 ah. Seeing you stricken as if in a daze It makes me feel curious Though it's tricky to raise it Has anyone tested? Perhaps I could phrase it Their equipment Is testing your equipment an expression? I don't know it It means So when a robot loves another robot They we don't love other robots Don't look like that, Benoit Why are you looking at Radius like that for, Helen, too? And Radius... Why are you looking like that at Helen too? And Alpha, ditto, realquist. And I'm seeing all this from the corner of my eye because I'm looking at Benoit and what I start from context to think might be the same way, but I would need a mirror to check. 
question is awkward, the questioner too. But this is the one thing that's still left to do. So I ask you again, is there anyone who has tested their equipment? Of course we haven't. Uh, Benoit? I've tested mine a bit. So have I. Me too. I actually think this might work. It might be worth trying, at least. I can't believe we didn't think of this. I can't believe you've all been testing your equipment. And just like that, a miracle happened. And suddenly we found a way. Oh, just like that, a miracle happened. We found a tomorrow today. Oh, just like that, just like that. We used our equipment and just like that. Oh, wait. If we're trying to make more robots, then is it a problem because there's only 20 of us and Benoit and I have the same equipment and... Uh, what is that, Vita? I mean, Vita and Violet? Oh, I see. You also have the same equipment as each other. Well, that just doubles the problem because there's no way I'm... What a good idea. We could use some ice and a syringe. Oh, oh wait, wait. <laughs> St stop using my equipment, Alpha. <laughs> I don't want to. But you have to. I might infect you with whatever was in us. You don't want me to use your equipment? I really do. But what if I ruin everything? <laughs> you are demonstrating that you would do something unselfish for the future race. You are a worthy part of whatever's next. Like, like a piece of the Neanderthals lived on and the humans they bred with. That never happened. Oh, you didn't realise? But we're different from the Neanderthals. And we're different from you. All's well that ends well, Radius. All's well that ends great, Alpha. Assuming robots really are different and that intelligence isn't a fatal virus and we really are less likely to eat the world than the humans. Yes, assuming that. But that is what I truly think and hope. It's what I hope, too. All I want to do now is to plough these pleasant lands and to grow big fruit and vegetables Fill, Fill the, the soil between our hands Feeding our community the best way that we know Putting in as much as we take out Watching little robots grow To leave the world a little bit better off than we found it To leave the world a little bit better off on the whole To leave the world A tiny slight bit improved by our time here To leave the world A little less wholly out of control That is our goal here That is our plan That is our role here To do what we can Demagogues and tyrants, leave your fury at the door. Let us usher in an age of doubt. Will that be better? We're not sure. All we need is certainly our certainty is gone. And we would not wish it back again. Let us move the conversation on. To leave the world a little bit better. To leave the world
In Rossum's Universal Robots, Part 2, Alpha was played by Anika Rose, Radius by Paul Hilton, Helen 2, Claire Foster, and Brown Owl by Neil McCall. Alquist was Matthew Durkin, and Benoit, Chris Jack. Rossum's Universal Robots by Carol Chapek was adapted for radio with book by Robert Hudson and music and lyrics by Susanna Pierce. Arrangements and musical direction were by Harry Sever, and the director was Sasha Yevtushenko. It was a BBC audio production for BBC Radio 4. And you can catch up with both parts.